Hello and welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I'm Laser Elric, the singing man. And I'm Matthew Slaza, the singing boy. That's right, prepubescent singer. And I'm Keon Boozer, the monotone man. I, uh, oh, shit. I don't like uh, any sort of musical things um and it's your job this episode to convince me otherwise i just want to clarify i i hit puberty already i promise i <laughs> I, I don't want to i don't want to lie to our listeners i just love i promise i swear guys i swear i, I swear I, listen please. i have the papers and everything listen like miles morales <laughs> i have a full understanding of hitting puberty I have hit it, Ooh, yeah. and it has happened. Such a good movie. All right. So um, this week's topic, uh, does anyone have a guess? Because I like to leave it up in the air like that. You asking the fucking listeners or the people that already know the topic for this week? <laughs> I No, I love this as like a Dora the Explorer adventure. It's like, do you know? Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> you guys know where the topic is? <laughs> Swiper, swipe the topic. It's in the bush. <laughs> guys, what's this week's fucking topic? I'm the map. I'm the map. It's singing. It's singing. We're sponsored by Dora the Explorer this week. I'm sorry. I just want to be transparent <laughs> with our listeners. I don't want them to think that we're just giving them a free plug. Come on, Vomino. Dora the Explorer? Is, is that still going? Everybody, let's go. Yeah, oh. I think so. Or Go Diego Go. For have. me, it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's going for the kids. I'm Googling it. I used to be really into Dora the Explorer. Oh my God. Guess what Dora the Explorer has on IMDb? Uh, let's see. Uh, 69. No. <laughs> God, you're the worst. It's a four out of ten. I think she's better than a four out Aww. of ten. What the fuck? Dora the Explorer deserves far more than a four out of ten. That's like the Space Jam score, you know? Like people who don't know what the, the movie's for. That's by 4,361 people. So there's just a bunch of trolls out there, I swear. Well, All right. Well, and it, also, the, the show ended in 2015. It was 2000 to 2015. Oh, uh, damn. Informative Why podcast. So let's jump right in. We're going to be asking <laughs> one a why question each. The others will guess the answers, and then we'll let you know why. Who would like to key on? Keon would like to go for it. Oh, okay. The, there we go. Yeah, that was a <laughs> smooth you, transition, Laser. laser. Thank welcome. you for really guiding him into that. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, that's why they call me Butter Boy. It's because I'm <laughs> smooth and slide light right in and need to shower because I. no one wants to touch me. Um, when they do, it leaves like a film on no, their ke- hands. Keon, don't interrupt him. Let him so my question uh, to you guys, <laughs> my question to you guys is why is singing good for you? Well, why singing good for me? I'm Going so glad simple. that you asked. You see, um, <laughs> well, a lot of people, you know, you know the statistic about how the average human eats about 50 spiders a day. Um, I hate you. So eventually those spiders start to make cobwebs in your throat Ugh, and just okay. normal normal talking isn't going to get the free up those cobwebs you know make it so you really got your shit together so i'm so upset so you have to sing at the uh, uh explore your full vocal range to help keep your throat clear of cobwebs all right <sighs> i you know what I, i'll i'll take this one if, if please is not going to take it seriously i mean we both went to the school for learning how and why singing helps you but i guess he's going to ignore his training That's um fine. actually i dropped out to go to spider school yeah if you heard any of any noise on my side that was me vomiting in my own mouth and how many spiders came up keon 15 <laughs> i think you broke keon good <laughs> so uh Here's the truth parents. about singing oh my god the truth about singing is that um it, it helps you because well you know as you know if you're a peanut butter eater you often eat I too am. much peanut butter yes exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it throats your coat 
of your inner th- inner mouth. I don't inner know why thigh? I said inner thigh. <laughs> and, uh, so I it, coat my inner thigh with peanut butter. Then I eat it. Now my throat's covered in peanut butter, as you do. So you have too much peanut butter in there. It builds up kind of like wax in your ear. And so the only way, and I mean certifiably, the only way to remove that for lack of a better word, peanut wax, uh, is to <laughs> sing. And Shit, so I'm that's sorry. actually why pop music was created. They found out that jazz, people were just humming. That didn't help. People were dying daily. Oh my God. Yeah, daily. At least one a day. Peanut allergies were a defense mechanism against those times. It's true. I love that both of you, your reasons had to do with getting stuff out of your throat that you put the, in there. Like, what the Voluntarily. hell? Voluntarily. I did not put I, spiders in my throat. They went in of their own accord. It was consensual. I like that it's not like, oh, your body, this and that. It's just like, oh, yeah, you already, something's fucked up and you need to sing it out. Like, you got to get it out. Yeah. Well, MCR taught us, sing it out, you know. Listen. If if this uh, if these reasons are good enough for you, Keon, Munch, you tell us since you're so knowledgeable and don't have things stuck in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh shit! It's Charlotte. So, did he just check? <laughs> did he just check his throat I just, and then I just, shit out Charlotte? I just coughed and like it just said some pig. <laughs> Damn it! I, oh, you beat me to it. I was about to say when you like check your throat in the morning in the mirror, it just says what a pig. Oh my God! Can get to your topic? <laughs> Jesus Christ! These spiders are so mean to me. <laughs> so, um, from takelessons.com, uh, the most scientific site. So please take all of this with a grain of salt. It's the and most reliable sure news reporting site I've ever seen. The most reliable. But I gotta say, like their their article, not only to try to help people be like, hey, you know, you should take some little singing lessons, but it has some stuff in it that is genuinely good. But you'll you'll hear some of this is just straight up conjecture that's just like I don't know if that's right, but uh, let's let's jump right in. And that's why we call ourselves informative-ish. <laughs> informative-ish. <laughs> that's a good tag for the podcast. Um, so, uh, singing apparently has three major uh, three major food groups of help. Uh, there's physical, <laughs> psychological, and social. So we're going to jump right in with physical. And uh, the first point that they make is that it helps strengthen your immune system. Now, that might sound like, okay, what the fuck off. But um, apparently the University of Frankfurt did a research, uh, conducted a research study. They did a with research. With a bunch of people, <laughs> they fuck off, with a bunch of people in a uh, choir. And that they found that after about an hour of rehearsal, they found that the amount of antibodies in their blood had increased, which is kind of cool. So that helps with the amount of oxygen that's coming in and out of your lungs. You have to make sure that's being filtered right. And so that increases your immune system trying to fight off this crazy amount of invaders that are coming through your lungs. So that's number one. Number two is it's a workout, which is true. I mean, they don't really have any like... A lot of these don't have sources, so bear with me, but um, it is a workout for your lungs and your diaphragm, and it helps uh, circulate blood and oxygen through your body. So uh, by singing, you're working out your core uh, and your chest area. Mm-hmm. Chestal region. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, it improves your, improves your posture. So to sing particularly uh, well, you need to be sitting in a good posture, and if you've taken singing lessons, that's one of the first things that they kind of teach you is that it's hard to the different ways that you sit influence your voice a decent amount so good posture helps with singing and vice versa and uh, apparently the last physical thing that helps you with is sleep according to the most 
the most choice of sources, the Daily Mail online, so you know it's good. <laughs> that is quite literally the source I would say is the worst source. I have, yeah, no. I have quoted the Daily Mail on so many things no one would ever say. I'd it's say fantastic. about 50% of my topics are from Wikipedia. <laughs> I was about to say, like, Wikipedia was just like, hey, I think we're, we're you know, not the best source. And then Daily Mail's like, hold my beer. Listen, you were too lazy to Google, but we're too lazy to verify. We need to make that meme <laughs> first of all. That needs to happen. It's like citing an unironic The Onion. It's <laughs> thehardtimes.net. Oh, that one. So... Uh, the Daily Mail Online says that uh, it strengthens, and I mean, this actually does, uh, for people that have, like, I was about to say chronic singing, like it's a disease. <laughs> I That's me. That's me, 100%. That's, I was about to say. Um, I'm working on getting uh, pills, um, so, <laughs> Adderall, Xanax. So for people that sing often, you can tell that it works out your uh, throat, the palate of your mouth. And apparently by uh, working on both of those and just kind of your mouth bones in general, mm, mouth bones, mouth, mouth muscles, the mouth, mouth bones boners. connected to the mm. throat mouth bones, bone. oh. the throat <laughs> bones connected to the lung mouth bones. Bo- Damn it. Why am I getting it wrong every time? <laughs> Matt, you are the worst at anatomy. You were just describing <laughs> fucking Pac-Man. I mean, wouldn't you fuck Pac-Man? Why is that so embarrassing? <laughs> oh, I can so, describe fucking Pac-Man. It's a big mouth. So there I am hidden in a maze and there he is please stop please please i don't want to hear it i already have enough nightmares as it is i already blame um, myself for it but i would like (laughs) you to stop (laughs) apparently by strengthening your throat and your palate um this helps uh people with sleep apnea actually sleep better and reduce that the snoring noises and all the help with the air coming in and out when you sleep. So Aww. apparently that's pretty good, according to the Daily Mail. So here's that grain of salt. Uh, the next group of topics is uh, psychological help. And so apparently, and this makes sense based on um, just the way that your body works, kind of, is mm-hmm. that uh, singing can help you with uh, depression slightly. Uh, I wouldn't say that's a huge help, but apparently by uh, singing, you're releasing endorphins, which stimulate your mood and your neurotransmitters and your entire, you know, hormone system, which is super great. Uh, on top of that, it stimulates the seculus. Se- shit. I don't know how to pronounce that. Seculus. Seculus. The, there you go. The yeah. seculus muscle. Mm-hmm. So apparently there's a a muscle in your called the seculus, I think it's called. And it stimulates that muscle, which uh, allows for you to have a, it, it stimulates your brain, which is nice and gets you, gets you motivated. Uh, it also lowers stress levels, apparently, by releasing uh, tension in your muscles and decreasing cortisol, which is a stress hormone. So it kind of relaxes you uh, physically. Holy and shit. Can, Right, uh, and it no, can I'm your- just if I didn't sing, I'm already so fucking stressed out. <laughs> if I wasn't singing, I'd be dead. I love, I love this uh, hypothesis you're giving, Laser. Now, like, oh my god, it's just like, I, I'm it's, singing the rest of the podcast. I'm sorry, listeners. It's it, for it's it's my life. It's now or never. I it's mean, my life, and it's now or never. I ain't gonna live forever. I have to do this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm hungry, so I'll eat pie. Oh, God. That it's was... my life. All right, so continue, Keon. So... <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't I, mean to yeah, get sued by quoting the original song there. Yeah, Laser. Laser, my, yeah, my diagnosis to you is please don't stop singing. You got to You need it. You need it to live. Um, okay. You should watch that movie and, Sing, Laser. It's inspiring for you. And the last part um, of the psychological help is apparently it improves mental alertness. So according to... Uh, Literally, it just says Alzheimer's Society. I don't know if that's actually a thing, like if that's the name of a group, 
but or just they were citing Alzheimer's Society. But uh, according to that, that there is within the Alzheimer's community, they actually have a phrase which is singing for the brain. And by singing, you are increasing, it oxygenates the bloodstream to the brain, increases alertness, concentration, and your memory. So I wouldn't say that it's, you know, a dramatic increase, but it is, it does help. Moving on to social benefits. So these are all, they're all just fantastic. I love them because takinglessons.com is basically like, this is how, this is how by doing this, you're going to be a cool kid. Like it's, <laughs> I They took love the cool it. kid perspective. I love it. Like that, uh, like Steve Buscemi's like, hello, fellow kids, like that kind of shit. I'm, I'm excited. So, um, this, all this stuff is like, it makes sense, but it's just at the very last one is for them to be like, come take lessons, please buy from us kind of shit. Oh, it's so, one of those where they give the free yeah. webinar and then at the end of it, they're like, and yeah. by the way, as you can tell with my tone, like I've been going from like, okay, well this kind of makes sense to like, now we're kind of, we're playing Calvin ball here. I don't even fucking know. So now here's full on Calvin ball. We're just like in the terror dome doing playing whatever. So number one of the four social benefits is it widens your circle of friends. Okay. <laughs> So, Wait, so you're actually going to read their ad here? I know I, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm so here to hear about how, uh, sorry, I, I, I took a lot of musical theater classes, so I am here to hear about how it makes me better socially. I mean, it did give you a lot of friends, asshole. Yeah, but like. fuck those guys. Anyway, continue, Keon. <laughs> so the way that it helps you uh, grow your circle of friends is by, if you're in a choir group, that can help mm. you have friends outside of whatever, like your work or school. But do you want to be friends with them? That don't worry, they don't dwell on that. Uh, <laughs> also, if you do karaoke, it will also in- increase the bonding you have with your friends. Uh, because the s- thing that they cite is that singing is an intimate thing to do. It's kind of putting yourself out there like performance, and so by doing that, you're engaging in an intimate thing with other people, and that can make you open up to other people and make make them make you have stronger connections. Aww. So this is true. I do love going to karaoke with my friends. <laughs> yeah, that's. And every time you sing on this podcast, I feel a little closer to you. The audience feels Aww. further, but I, I feel that, closer. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. I actually um, <laughs> made my mark at my workplace um, because uh, we had like a company, like three hour long cruise thing for Cinco de Mayo. Oh, and, hell yeah. And it's I pronounced fucking, Cinco de Mayo. First I fucking nailed it at karaoke. And then everyone yes. in the company knew me. Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. That's it was good to hear. great. It was great. Perfect. Well, and on that note, uh, it also boosts confidence. So by uh, if you do well, continue. If, yes, <laughs> um, but it, uh, I mean yes and no because it will help you even if you're bad. It will help you overcome stage fright. A lot of people, and by that I mean like performance in general, will help with that. Mm-hmm. The more you put yourself out there, the easier it is for you to take criticism or take any of that the negative aspects of performance. But also, it can get you some uh, validation from your friends. You can get a little bit of praise from friends as well as a pat on the back for going out there and doing stuff as well as make you a better uh, presenter or give you presentational skills, just like performance. So that's the way it can help you boost confidence by putting yourself out there. That's why the arts are important in school. Fund the arts, please. Hell yeah. Not that the government thinks that. Anyway, third one is broaden communication skills. So according to The Guardian, the um, newspaper, apparently, and I don't Mm -hmm. know if they're citing this right, but apparently singing to babies helps train their brain for language. So if you sing to a child, they're more apt to be absorbing the language that you're singing to them. But whatever you do, do not only sing because then the baby will only know how to sing instead of speak. 
and then you'll have laser. That's right. What if you sing to them in the Louis Armstrong voice laser does? That would be dope. If a kid just spoke like Louis Armstrong sings, that'd be rad. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, that poor kid. Uh, on top of like, I mean, to also support this is that apparently if, if you go to a foreign country or someone comes here that they want to learn the language by listening to the radio or listening to music in that language can help become a primer for you to learn that language better. Uh, and then furthermore, something that I've tried, which is super great, is that if you're ever trying to learn a line, like maybe you're going to perform or you're going to give a presentation and you just can't nail saying a line, like it sounds like a tongue twister, try singing it. Like legitimately try your hammiest, craziest voice of singing this presentation line or whatever, and you're more likely to say it like correctly. Because your brain's just like, well, that was fucking weird. I guess it's going to be easier to say it like a normal fucking person. There was, um, fuck, it was, uh, I, I heard this on This American Life. There mm-hmm. was a woman who just inexplicably, like her voice it got all fucked up. And okay. the only way is she would actually like um, sing the words in her mind. And then she could say a sentence, a few sentences like normally. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. And it was like, it was the craziest shit. See, was that so fucking hard for you to do, to fucking takelessons.com? Like, you could have just put that in the article. Yeah. The, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Laser. Thank you speech for, impediment. Yeah, thank you for adding legitimacy to this bullshit. Um, so, speaking of bullshit, welcome <laughs> to the last part, which is it increases your ability to appreciate other singers. Fuck you, takelessons.com. If there's anything I know about being around a bunch of other singers, it did not inspire me to be around a bunch of other singers. <laughs> it, that's a good point. I think, if anything, it makes you uh, think about how you're not as good sometimes, and that's depressing. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's what they cite, is that by singing and putting yourself out there and learning how to sing, you realize, wow, this is actually harder than it looks, and it super is. Holy crap. And so, so by doing that, you have more of an appreciation for other singers and how they sing, and then also might have an inspiration in yourself to learn how to sing for and the benefits of singing. And literally at the very end, they're just like, yeah, and here are all these benefits for singing. And so you should take a... And then they have a hyperlink, just like any of the other sources. They have a hyperlink to take lessons here. It's like... Oh. Ah, go fuck yourself. How about so, this, Keon? I think this was a pretty good plea for you to get the spokesman job with TakeSingingLessons.com. I don't, I don't think... Oh, by shit-talking them for 20 minutes? I don't think yep. that it's really fair that you hid it from our listeners the way you did, but uh, you know, I think it still it delivered okay. what you were going for. Okay, okay. I don't need... To, this was an experiment for sponsorship, and I don't think you need to like pull back the curtain like that. You can just... We can let it slide. Listen, I'll the window's open, post. and I'll the delete this is blowing in the let, wind. Okay, let me. I'm gonna. I like that. Okay, I'll cut back the, in there. But Keon, just calm you down, fucking Matt. narcissist! Stop applauding yourself. Yeah, and let's Jesus! Just move don't on. give yourself an applause. Christ! Listen, Laser hit himself with your applause stick last week. We thought that was clear yeah. that it was done. Yeah, I, I like that uh, applause stick. Jesus. So, Laser. Yes. What the fuck I, is your topic? What the fuck is my topic? Hey guys. Hey pal. Why sing and sing and sing until the cows come home? Oh, I got this, Keon. I'm sorry. I I don't want to embarrass you by knowing the answer. I'm embarrassed already by being on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But you're on this podcast with Elon Musk. Famous CEO. What what fucking and apparently Crocodile is Dundee. Why is it here? I don't know why it came out, but I think I heard. I thought Elon Musk, and I mid word changed to that accent. I don't know what that says about Elon Musk or me, but it says something. I, that was worse than my Gordon Ramsay from last so, episode. So oh my cows, god, my Gordon Ramsay! I was listening to last week's episode. I'm like, why? It was pathetic. I I stopped committing halfway through, and it was one sentence. 
It was, yeah, that's uh, that's how bad. Yeah, so, uh, Matt, go so on. So the, the thing is, uh, you sing and sing and sing until the cows come home because, uh, you know, for one, uh, you, you like the cows. They're very nice cows. Mm-hmm. Um, two, if you don't sing to them, they won't come home. That's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, and to be honest, the, the main reason, this is the biggest reason, is just um, what do you have without your cows other than an empty farm, Fuck. some hay, and a sleeping Fuck. bag? You don't even have a space heater anymore. We got existential here. No fresh milk, no cheese, just hay. My father got me a shirt that said, of course I talk to my goats. Who else can I trust? Um, It's three sizes too big for me, and it's one of my favorite things. So uh, the reason why you sing and sing and sing, wait, Laser, how many times do you sing? Uh, why sing and sing and sing until the cows come home? So is that four or three? That was three. Okay, three. So that, no, that's perfect. That works out great because uh, mathematically, <laughs> the way that you're, so people understand. Why would you I ask, Keon, when you already knew the answer? Well, no, but that's what I mean. I just wanted to confirm that's all, mm-hmm. like all good scientists, except for takelessons.com, when you're trying to corroborate all the information, <laughs> that um, when you, a lot of people have seen, there's one uh, viral video that came out a little while ago that was a girl playing a violin, a bunch of cows came closer, and there's another one of a girl playing, a, I think it's a tuba or a trumpet, cows start coming over. So um, apparently, like, barnyard animals really like music. Mm-hmm. and uh, what I've, seen, what, I've seen barnyard. Yeah, exactly. See, exactly. They like to party. They like to rock and roll. And Drum so, circle. if you sing, if you sing once, they're more likely to come. They're 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 likely to come over to you. But if you sing, if you sing and sing, that's to the second power. That's really useful. They'll be able to come oh, a little yeah. bit quicker, come over to you, and you know, be be bros, have a barnyard fucking party. It'll be super cool, like that show on Nickelodeon. But. <laughs> If you sing and sing and sing, that's to the third power. That's if you're only singing like twice as hard, that's to the eighth. Like that's times eight if you're doing to the third power. So you're really like putting it all out there. And they're more likely to like people have actually you guys know um, like cow tipping is really hard because cows are just so big and strong and like made a muscle. Apparently, it's just the thing is they provide terrible service. So it's like normally I tip 20 percent, (laughs) but Is it worth it? <laughs> you know what? God damn it. Keon, just oh. stop. Just stop. But he, that's he what I mean you. is that uh, people have actually been getting in a lot of injuries because they'll sing and sing and sing. Two times singing is fine. Three times singing, you're getting dangerous because they come they, they come back so quickly that they'll just run you right over. And that a lot of stampedes have been harming people recently because they're singing and singing and singing. Yeah, I've been reading about that in the Daily Mail, so that makes mm-hmm. sense. <laughs> Daily Mail online, actually. I'm sorry, you're right. They're the credible one. I don't. I don't read the paper. Laser, go on. Hey guys, let's talk about culning. What? Culning. K U L N I N G. Culning. Culning. Could you repeat that for the uh, for the jury? Culning. It sounds like an ancient like type of creature. Culning or herding calls. <laughs> oh. Uh, They're also called lolling, lolling, or however the fuck. Lolling. They're called in, lolling? In Norway. L-A-L. Not L-O-L. Still. And na- oh. in Norway and neighboring parts of Sweden, cocking or cockning in some parts of Norway <gasps> in the provinces of Dalarna and Halsingland in Sweden. I'm pronouncing all of these wrong, just so you know. And the former Norwegian these provinces. Are the best, these are the best alternate names for things I've ever fucking heard in I'm, my life. This is the perfect activity. Instead of instead of talking about the areas, I'm just going to read out all the names now. So, culling or herding calls or lolling 
lolning, lolning, I'm pronouncing that wrong, cocking, cockning, kulocher, kerlocher, or a lochrop. Oh, okay. What is this accent you got going on here? I don't know. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> that was a sliding scale of ridiculousness, and you hit the very end. Oh, uh, I appreciate so it. So it is a uh, domestic Scandinavian music form often used to call livestock, such as cows, goats, or etc., down from high mountain pastures where they've been grazing during the day. Like mountain pastures where they're high? Is that what you're saying? Hmm? Yeah. They get blazed with the grass. Yeah. That's oh. why they're in fields. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's to get they them bring them in at 420. The, the marijuana fields because they just grow it out in the open. It's their mm-hmm. nickname for nickname. What is wrong their with nickname? This is so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, the song created by Colning, it, it's a high pitched vocal technique. Um, it's a loud call using head tones, sort of like your head voice if you know music. It's uh, instead of doing like ha ha ha, it's like ha ha ha. It's uh, sort of where you like close things out and anyway i explained that really fucking well it was delicious that that singing you did that, that head voice oh it felt good thank you it's so i can live um, oh okay so um calling it is described as having a fascinating and haunting tone often conveying a feeling of sadness in a large part because they use typical half tones and quarter tones found in the music of the region all right the really listen, fuck you. So the the cool thing is is that um, he, standard head voice versus culling, uh mm-hmm. head voice production exhibits a twenty five point two decibel decrease at eleven meters from the source, uh-huh. hmm. while culling only exhibits a nine point four decibel decrease. So what I'm saying here is that culling is actually specifically suited to carry over long distances in an outdoor setting. Oh, shit. Ah, because you're trying to reach those faraway animals. I get mm-hmm. it now. Thank you. Exactly. So um, it's comparable to uh, yodeling, which is also used for long distance sound propagation, but yeah, is actually even more effective than that, though it is for this specific purpose. Oh, nice. This uh, call, it specifically is made to ring and echo through valleys and mountains. And then the animals who um, will hear this will begin to respond to the call, answering back in the sound of their cowbells or the goat bells or whatever the fuck will indicate that they're moving down the mountain towards their home farm. There are actually specific calls that can correspond to individual animals. Wait, really? Mm Mm-hmm. There's sometimes these calls are handed down through the family so that these cows are known, know that they're being called and respond. Oh, so that they can keep the cows in the family because otherwise they just have that empty farm. That's awesome. Like a, it's like having a specific ringtone. I love that. A number of calls contain the names of individual animals. What? And, uh, yeah, and they're like sort of leader animals, so they can help lead the animals back. That's fucking cool. It's crazy. There's actually, uh, culling has been used in modern media today, even though it's falling off. Specifically, two examples I want to bring up are... In the 2013 Disney's animated feature film Frozen features Norwegian culling. Wait, what? Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And something that will surprise you far more, the 2018 <laughs> Marvel superhero film Ant-Man and the Wasp. What the fuck? Features when? traditional Norwegian culling by the vocalist Christine Howes in its soundtrack. Yeah. What the fuck? When? It's Matt, the, it, you tell it, it plays during one of the scenes in the movie. I don't particularly remember when, but I do remember going, is this fucking, is this literally just animal sounds? 
It's I specifically calming. don't remember shit about that movie because it was completely forgettable, but I'll have to rewatch it, I guess. <laughs> I liked it. Fuck you. Anyway, Laser. So, um, <laughs> do you know the scene? Did you take note of the scene, Laser? Oh, Did like I've seen a job? fucking movie in my life. Well, I thought maybe if you had an article sourcing when it played. If you maybe had an article sourcing, I just have the IMDb. <laughs> All right. Well, it, I have a question. If it was in you. Madagascar or if it was in the uh, Princess Diaries, he would know exactly what time code it was in. That's Specifically true. Princess Diaries. Too. Let's not let's not get go. ahead of ourselves. Hey, you're right, but fuck you. <laughs> I don't give him too much credit. Don't be that guy. What's that? Ant Man and the Wasp calling you to. Oh, so you're just gonna read out loud what you're okay. Well, you know here. Let's see. I have a question for yeah, the two of you. I can't find shit. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have a question for the two of you. All right, go for it. Why should you not sing? I'll make love to you. What the fuck? In the Lower Selatar Reservoir Park. What the fuck? So here's what's up. As we all know that... Uh, could you repeat the name of the park, please? Yeah. Um, it just is some- Lower Selatar Reservoir Lower Park. The Lower Reservoir Solitaire Park. <laughs> the Lower Reservoir Solitaire Park. It's You're just changing it each time. I like it. Am I? I was wondering what joke I was telling. Um, that makes sense because you know before I thought maybe you were just saying it correctly, but the third time I was like, no, nah, that's on purpose. Yeah. So the um, lolly dolly cut and collie. <laughs> um, oh my god. So as we all know, you didn't it's even a- put the word park in there. Come on. Really, really, Matt. Oh man. Oh, I can't wait to tell a joke. I can't wait to fucking tell a joke, Matt. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I was going to make the Owen Wilson joke. Wow. Oh, my God. So at the fucking lick and suck park. (laughs) Do you want to point out that that was a joke, Matt? Uh, No, I'm good. I think that was serious. I think you'd think that's what the park's called. I'm a little worried about your mental health, but uh-huh. oh, sure. Let me sing. All right. So anyway, <laughs> man, my jokes, my jokes just fucking gone. I don't even remember what the fucking question was. Something at a, about a reservoir. Right. Why saying. should you not sing? I'll make love to you. Um, as we all know, the Lick and Fuck Park is um, is the world's first sentient park, and it is um, currently going through puberty. So if you sing any song from boys to men, it will clearly make it reflect too hard on the puberty it's going through, and it will get upset. I don't know. I had a better joke, but now I'm all fucked up. That was a better answer than you could have made with your better joke. Keon, what, what do you have to say to this? Um, can you repeat it one more time, the, the question? I mean, we've said it five times, but sure. Yeah, oh, good for oh, you. Why? I don't Fuck fucking off. remember your bullshit. Why should you not sing I'll Make Love to You in Lower Selatar Park? I just hit my table. Lower Selatar. I thought it was Lower Selatar Reservoir Park. It is, but you know, it's often shortened to Lower Selatar Park because reservoir is not that important. No, no, no. This is the reason. No, 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 no. Uh, this is the complete reason. Is that on a completely different, now. on a in a completely different area, there's a lower Celaton park, not reservoir park, and there's a they get mixed up all the time. The reason is that one of them is a really dirty boy park. One's like for dirty birds, where you can sing whatever you want, oh, and okay. the other one's for like prim and proper. It's in a nice neighborhood. It's with some some kids are running around, and you don't want to sing it there. And so the, this is the reason right here. You can't just you can't conflate the two. 
I'm really upset with you because that's the I'm thing sorry. about your question. You needed to pick. You needed to say the one because if you said the other, it's completely fine. Then you invalidate your entire your entire argument. So I think we got to skip your question now because I don't want to repeat the name of that fucking park. Okay. <coughs> Keep that in, Keon. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I said it, and so I have to keep it in. And that's not how that works. I, nope. I'm going to bring it up again later just so <laughs> oh you have to remember God. to keep it in. Now, now you got to keep that really long pause, too. That oh, yeah. 100% the long, long pause. I'm cutting all I can't of wait this. to mention it later. <laughs> Matt, give us the fucking answer, you, sh- you boy. Hey, man. Boy. <laughs> you boys boy. to man. Boys to, it's pronounced boys to men. So uh, here's the thing. And uh, I, I specifically worded uh, that with the park Keon was talking about just to piss him off mm-hmm. because he knows the park very well. Yeah. He's actually, there. yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> I live there on the streets. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, just a disclaimer. Uh, it's it's called the Lower Salatar Reservoir Park. It's a quite nice park. There are some fantastic pictures of this park. It's a beautiful park. But the fun fact about this park is it just happens to be located in Singapore. Okay. That's right. Uh, so in Singapore, singing or, or, or uttering songs that have either obscene lyrics or obscene ballads, specifically ballads in any public place. Someone sang a ballad instead of a song, and then they were just like, you can't catch me. I did a ballad. And they're like, fuck, we got to put that in the rule. That's literally what happened. God damn it. But you spend a lot of time there so that you would know. So if you're caught don't singing talk, or don't, uttering... Don't make fun of my upbringing, okay? <laughs> I had, a, I had a, a charmed younger life, but it was hard, okay? Anyway, if you're caught singing or uttering songs that have either obscene lyrics or obscene ballads in any public place... You'll face a punishment of imprisonment for up to three months. Holy shit. A fine or both. Whoa. What the? uh, Just for singing some obscene lyrics? I repeat, if you are caught singing or uttering songs that have either obscene lyrics or obscene ballads in any public place, you'll face a punishment of imprisonment for up to three months or a fine or both. Those coppers ain't going to catch me. My neck, my back, lick my... If I stop there, am I okay? I, I don't know. The word lick, the lick might be a little... lick is iffy because that's, the, that's in the name of the park. Of you lick ice cream. You lick um, like uh, particularly messy tacos. That's uh, true. You lick See, pussy. That's, like, I don't understand little, what the problem is. Maybe that's the thing. I, laser, I'm sorry, but now I'm going to need to go to Salaton Laser Dar Park Reservoir. <laughs> And and I'm going to have to play Listen. this audio track, and we're going to have to see. We're going to see if you get arrested. Tune in in 10 weeks <laughs> when, when Laser goes to Singapore to this park to sing. I'm going to go to Singapore so I can go to jail. <laughs> that sounds like an episode of, uh, of It's Always Sunny. Laser goes to Singapore. I was just going to say, it was in my head somehow. But no, this is this is legit shit. Like This is a thing that exists. I don't know how like heavy they are on that rule. But it's on the books, and it's mentioned in several different travel articles for Singapore. I shit you not. So be careful. Their fucking names are so goddamn formal, I expect it to be. Uh, strictly informed. Stri- strictly enforced? That's the word. And so you might be asking, why not sing regular songs in Singapore? That's fine. Now, what makes a song irregular just because it's inappropriate? Well, it has to have obscene 
lyrics. Now we're splitting hairs, dude. I don't know. This is this is what happens. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, if, if, if a song's abnormal just because it's obscene. Uh, philosophically, every song is about sex. What I'm saying so, is Matt's in the wrong. Yeah, there we are. There we, yeah, we're good. Right, thank you. So here's our right. section called Why Not, <laughs> where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate. I'd like you to take us away, Matt, so you can, you know, correct your mistakes. Yeah, redeem yourself. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I had other things to talk about, but I, I think it's fine. It's good to have a short topic every once in a while. Um, so we're going to why not on brand this week mm-hmm. with yeah. why not musicals. Hell yeah. Why not musicals? I'll uh, I'll let you guys choose first. I'll be I'll be positive. I'd say Keon is the least singing of us, so probably yeah. negative would be best. Yeah, I'll be negative. I, oh, okay, you're cool. a dumbass. <laughs> I'll be neutral. All right, all right. So I love musicals. I mm-hmm. go to Broadway Con every year. That's not true. I've gone to Broadway Con several years. <laughs> Still, I don't want to assume that that's going to happen every year. I don't want to curse it. Let me knock on wood real quick. And Jesus uh, <laughs> Christ! Oh my fucking. <laughs> Matt, Dude, that, <laughs> Christ, that sounded like fucking. I'm getting uh, fucking HR. That sounded like <laughs> The sad. Shining. Like your uh, here's Johnny. Jesus. Well, I figured knocking on wood. Uh, you know, you got to make sure you break the eardrums of the other people in the podcast. It's just a rule. I listen. I don't make the rules. I don't make the laws in Singapore. I don't make podcast edit rules. <laughs> I would like to say musicals are great and fun, and I love singing and I love that part of it. I think musicals can make a difference in people's lives and in pop culture, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Um, I think that some musicals have changed many people's lives, including mine. Like I know some of my favorite musicals gave me hope for different things and uh, showed me that, you know, things that people go through are universal and that everyone's dealing with something and taught me a lot of really cool lessons. I think it's a cool art form for that. And I think live theater itself is something beautiful that I really hope doesn't go away. Nice. I think musicals are one of the best forms of that, and so I really hope that they stick around for a very long time. Hell yeah. Theater's timeless. It, it like, it, legit. Oh, it really is. And, um, and yeah, I mean, rolling into neutral, I think that the positives and negatives for me all go in the same vein as movies and, like, cinema and all media, is that you have really, really good ones and some not great ones. And that's usually just the, that's the way that everything uh, pans out. That like, man, a good musical is so fantastic. Like, I mean, and especially one that's accessible to everybody, like Hamilton, just saying. And so stuff like that, that can bring people into the media and like enjoy uh, just the entire genre. Uh, and musicals like alone are just so similar, but different to other performances that like it's, they can go so ambitious. That's what I love about like onstage performance is that you can have these grand, uh, like presentations, but you can also have something that's really intimate and lower stakes and it'll still be just as good and they'll be great. Heck yeah. But on the same note that they can kind of be inaccessible to a certain group of people because the the premise or like the conceit of musicals is that okay you need to understand that this is just a world where people sing when they're feeling a certain way and so that like the way that people understand like on stage performances is that if you're happy you say it but if you're like even happier then you dance it and if you're even happier then you sing and dance it like that's you you have an escalation of how you feel and that's how it's presented on uh on screen and in uh, musicals is that like that's the point of singing is that you get you jump out of your skin because you're feeling such a way so sadness or anger or happiness yeah, exactly all of it that goes comes both out. ways because sometimes it's yeah. like i'm really happy sometimes it's really sad yeah like dude listen to burn from hamilton and you'll hear some sorrowful yeah singing. or any other musical that needs love um unlike the 
perpetually successful this is exactly what i mean is that like you can i mean you can go down the rabbit hole and enjoy some musical stuff but if you can't like feed into that conceit then it becomes like ah this is hard to watch if you're like if singing just isn't your jam so then the rest of the like performance is lost on you because you're like ah I don't really like that ex- aspect of it. And then you're kind of like you're you're abandoning the rest of the show for the one fact that they are singing. And I think and that's why I bring up that like Hamilton's a really good way to get into musicals. And then there's just such a there's a giant sea of awesome dope musicals that you should go watch and listen to and everything. And as well as I mean like the soundtrack alone to a lot of musicals is just worth the like cost of entry. So yeah. No, I mean I agree with that. Don't get me wrong. I do love Hamilton and I like listening to Hamilton. Matt, I only get you wrong. <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> Laser. All right, man. <laughs> fuck musicals. <laughs> man, fuck the, musicals. The most musical member of our podcast. Go That's on about how much you hate I them. I have done the more musicals out of everyone here. Mm-hmm. Which means I'm the most qualified to say, man, fuck musicals. <laughs> Walking like, down the street the other day, this guy was singing. I was like, what are man, you fucking doing? What are and you I doing? I threw him on the ground. Ram, man. Hey, you was guys. Hey, stop with the singing. It's so, Hamilton. So here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to talk less about um about actual like musicals and more of the culture surrounding musicals. Fair. Um yeah. and 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 you know having been in musicals and things like that. Okay. So um and like community theater and less like professional musicals cuz I'm speaking from my direct experience. All right, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't come in here with a disclaimer. I can't hear come here explaining my qualifications. This is like my fucking bagel story, all right? No one wants to hear it, all right? All right, so when Ooh. I was a young boy, Yeesh. my father... Took me into the city to see a yeah, marching took, band? Took me to the playhouse. So, okay, here's the thing about uh, people in musical theater. All of them insufferable. <laughs> I, you you get you get one of two people you get people who are way too committed to the musical life sing musicals nonstop, know every lyric know every musical theater fact or you get people who just straight up don't give a shit and fuck up everyone else oh shit damn i mean yeah yeah i wouldn't say it's either or but there are a lot of both of those you're not completely right but you're not completely wrong listen obviously there are some people in between but the people Mm -hmm. you're gonna remember three years later when you're Uh, like oh why haven't i done a community theater show recently (laughs) is because of these fucking people here's the thing i i was in theater when um frozen was very popular when Mm. wicked was very popular and when hamilton was very popular and i i know indie shows i would I would pull my brain out with a crochet hook if I heard one more white girl rap an entire Hamilton song loudly (laughs) from the dressing room, but we can all hear it two rooms away. I would like to say it's not just for me anyway that she's a white girl. It's that she has no flow. (laughs) <laughs> yes, that was implied when I said white girl. I met, there are white girls out there that got flow, but it ain't this one. Um, so musical theater is, it, it's okay, so you're going to have, uh, and this is an even larger discrepancy between people, you have people who will, thank God, go through the trouble to learn their parts in the musical, who actually mm-hmm. stick to their parts, things like that, and um, then there are people who do not learn their actual musical parts and will just sing the melody d- during the actual performances of the musical. 
Oof. There, I had to carry an entire tenor section in this one Wild West musical section. Oh my this God. one Wild West musical I did because I was the only tenor in this entire like two verses of the opening song. So I had to sing very loudly and I am a baritone. Jeez, how's how's your back from carrying all those people? Uh, you know what? Terrible, but I think it's because of my mattress. Please sponsor us, any mattress company. <laughs> so I, I think I've I've had enough passion. Um, and I think uh, I think we can take a break. Well, Laser, you you kind of sound like you're tired. Yeah, a, a yeah, little it's because can... my mattress. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get you back to that mattress, man. Let's take a break. Yeah, but don't. I mean, that sounds like a bad mattress. My name is Keon, and I'm here to say singing's cool in a major way. Hey, everybody, I'm Keon, and thank you so much for listening to Why a Podcast. You can find Why a Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, and them Neopets at Why a Podcast. That's W H Y A P O D C A S T. All on all one word and all on those social medias, except for Neopets, which is Y W H Y underscore A underscore P O D C A S T. Uh, please feel free to leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts because it helps us out a whole lot. Seriously, it is the way that we can get our get all this these goofs and gas and loofs and laughs, yeah, out to all the public. So they'll see this podcast and hopefully like it. And thank you so much to everybody that's done that already. We seriously appreciate you guys. You're super cool and. Keep on, keep up with the love. We love you too. And thank you so much for also messaging us about the podcast. I've gotten a bunch of really cool messages from friends being like, yo, this podcast is great. Keep up the good work. So thank you guys so much. And we really appreciate your listenership. You can also shoot us a question, future topic, or personal why question at whyapodcast at gmail.com. If you send it to that email, we can put it in and make a whole episode about it. Or we could do personal why questions or any of those future topics, it's a super great time. And thank you so much for everybody that's been doing that already. One last thing, a huge Why Guys shout out to Evan Draper for our theme music. You can find him at Silo Digital, that's P-S-Y-L-O Digital on social media. And seriously, listen, listen back to some of that theme music. You're going to hear some in a second when I'm done talking my stupid words. But I mean, listen to it and be like, oh, ooh, that's some good, that's some good spicy licks. That's some good, good music. I need to, I need to put that and I got to sing to it. So, I mean, I'm just saying, if you go PSYLO on social media, you'll find that good, good Evan Draper swag. So thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of that show. And I'm going to do something. I'm uh, caffeine. I had way too much. I'm freaking out. Woo! All right. That's a mama mia break. <laughs> what, what the fuck? What, how many sponsors are we trying to get this episode, guys? Um, all I, I mean, after all the sponsors we had in the break, do we need any more? That's a good point. I mean, listen, uh, Life Advice with Keon is a great podcast. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast, Life Advice with Keon. I threw everybody a couple cents, and now uh, now I'm a sponsor. It's great. Yeah, Yeah, it's good, because I had no sense before. Lastly, we have our personal why questions. (laughs) We go around the table, ask each other personal why question. But today, instead of asking each other a question, uh, we're going to take from last week's book, play a little loosey-goosey with our format here. We're Mm -hmm. each going to just talk about our favorite musicals for a second. Yeah. 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 So who would like to begin? I'll, I'll go first. I said, yeah, last. I guess that's my punishment. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, my favorite musical. So, I have a lot of favorite musicals. If it's not clear already, I like musicals. Um, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's true. Um, you learn obvi- something new every day. 
obviously there's the staple musicals like Hamilton's and Wicked mm-hmm. and uh, a bunch of other really popular ones like Rent and I could list a lot of the slightly overrated musicals if I wanted to. I will say Hamilton. It's called Rent. Uh, <laughs> Hamilton is uh, is one of the best musicals of all time, and so I don't feel bad that it's overrated. Um, mm-hmm. It's only because it's just literally so successful that it's nauseating for some people. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, oh, if you're new to it and you hear it, I mean, it's just... Oh, gorgeous. I agree. As an artistic experience, it's fantastic. And thankfully, it's also one of those things where the fandom's at least not toxic. But anyway, I digress. Uh, I would say my favorite musical at one point was Book of Mormon. It's still probably there. Um, as a comedic show, it made me realize like the diversity of theater interpretation and types of shows and stuff. And I will never forget that and never forget how much I loved that. I'd probably say when it comes to my favorite now, it'd probably be Dear Evan Hansen just because uh, that show has a special place in my heart. I got to see it uh, on OBC in uh, in New York for Broadway Con, I want to say two years Wait, ago. Does OBC mean on Broadway Con? Or uh, original Broadway cast. Oh, um, dope. that's awesome. Sorry. Yeah, see, that's a thing theater people do to exclude other people. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I hate you. <laughs> I Another negative that. for the books, fellas. <laughs> I would, uh, yeah, I got to see Dear Evan Hansen with the, uh, the original Broadway cast, which was amazing. And uh, I saw it with my sister and two of my dear friends. Uh, shout out to Cadigan and uh, Mimi. And uh, I got to see them and my sister, Jennifer, who will never listen to this podcast. Yeah, that's right. I'm calling you out. You're not going to do it. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, if she emailed me or texted me, because, you know, we don't email each other. I don't know why I said that. If she texted me to say that she heard my shout out on the podcast, I would literally shit. <laughs> I'd be like, you consumed my audio? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but yeah, just because of how powerful the show is and, and, uh, and just how... One, like how well it was done, but two, just how much it resonates to me to re-listen. And I tend to rate musicals based on like, can I continue enjoying them over time? And can I enjoy them even when they're the most popular thing at the time? And it Mm -hmm. passed both those tests, for sure. Mm -hmm. Nice. Lazar. pretty good. Hell yeah. Uh, My favorite musical is going to have to be Seussical the Musical. Get the fuck out. Really? Yeah, it's based on the works of Dr. Seuss. And this musical um, mostly is my favorite because it has a uh, massive amount of significance to me. In the ninth grade, I elected to take theater class and I was like, hell yeah, this is cool. But I sort of looked at the musical theater class from afar and went, I want to do that next year. So, um, well, I wanted to do a show next year. And then I found out starting... Uh, the next year, I had not signed up for the musical theater class. Um, and they're like, yeah, to do the show, you have to be in the musical theater class. And the thing is, I had practiced all summer to be in the musical, Seussical the musical. And I'm like, shit. So I immediately went to the office and had my entire schedule <laughs> changed around, dropping an AP class. Um, Holy shit. So that I could... So that I could be in musical theater. And um, I, I just came out of fucking nowhere. Like nobody knew me because I had just joined the school semester earlier. And I fucking came and got the cast B part for the lead, Horton the Elephant. Hell, dude, hell yeah. That's true. It was it was a hilarious source of drama in the troupe. It was great. Which is great because <laughs> nobody talked to me because I was new. So I found out years later that it was a huge source of drama. Because I just came in out of nowhere. And I'd practice like, that, all the songs throughout the entire summer because I wanted to do it so badly. Uh, and then the day I found out um, and was so excited was the day of the Sandy Hook shooting. So, Keon, what's oh. your favorite, um, oh. what's your oh, favorite musical? 
Um, I have a few. Jesus Christ. Um, for number one, Jesus is, Christ Superstar. Uh, it's a good show. Yeah. Number one is uh, uh, Singing in the Rain. I love that. It's just really like every time I watch it, it just makes me feel really great. Classic. Um, there, there are some superfluous fucking songs in there that literally have nothing to do with anything, but they're fun. <laughs> Um, so that one's whimsical and fun. Uh, another one is curtains, which, uh, we performed at my high school and I was, uh, that was like the first role that I thought I was like, this is super fun. I love like uh, playing a bad guy, like being an asshole as mm-hmm. well as they like in the play, there's a part where a guy gets hanged and I was that guy. And I was the first person in my high school to be like flown up on a, you know, like through the rafters and shit. And so there, it, oh, it was wow. just like p- people legitimately thought I died. It was really funny. <laughs> and like, it was funny to me, everybody like I didn't. So during intermission, you could go out and like greet your friends. I didn't. And so they were just like, genius. Uh, and some people were like, yeah, we had to call the am- ambulance. And then, uh, and then I came out later and they're like, how did it, how did you do that and i just kept saying it's like i held my breath really long <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny and th- yeah and then my third one is uh this one's just this technically doesn't particularly count but it's dr horrible sing-along blog oh that counts mm. it's a musical oh, that, uh, that was uh, actually the audition song i did for uh inductions i did the freeze ray song the reason i love it so much is because in high school uh, my senior year i kind of just was trying to be a go-getter so i literally went to the director of the entire like uh, theater department said like, "Hey, I want to do a one act play." He's like, "Okay, those are hard, and usually you need to do it for your senior project." And I wasn't even in the theater program. I'm like, I was just active in the theater. I'm like, I still want to do it. So I convinced him to do Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog, even though he had no idea what it was. He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I'm like, "Here," and I would like audition for plays with music from it. And he's like, "I don't know what the fuck this is." And I was so passionate about it, even though he didn't know about it, and not too many people at that time really like it wasn't explosive. And mm. I literally went out of my way to email like Joss Whedon's team and the people that made it and said like, hey, I know that we don't have that because I didn't realize you need to get the rights to put on a play. Mm-hmm. So I literally emailed them like, hey, can we put on this play? It would be for nonprofit. It would just we really love it. it. Could we do it? And they sent an email back that said like, yeah, sure. Like, thank you for your interest. And yeah, if this is for a one time thing, go for it. So we, wild to me, by the way. I put that on the back of the fucking playbill for the show. Uh-huh. And it was we had a one act festival, but ours took got its own day of the festival and it was holy shit yeah it was long and it technically was three acts and on top of that it was the only musical part of the entire the festival but everybody uh they they really liked it the production of it was rough i had never directed anything before but it was super fun so that's that's why that one has like a super super close place in my heart and a lot of my great friends came from it so yeah that's wild this is such a nice wholesome end to this podcast hell yeah Love that shit. Yeah, you know what? I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Why a Podcast today. Yeah, you know, at Why a Me Podcast too. on thank social you. media. It's very nice of them. Yeah, and also yeah. listen to Life Advice with Keon on the Aww. same platform you're listening to this on. L A W K Life Advice with Keon. It's true. Yeah. So, um, th- I thank you so much for listening to Why a Podcast. I'm Laser, n- not singing in the rain, Elric. <laughs> I'm Matthew singing in the sun, Slaza. And I'm Keon singing in the drain, Boozar, because oh, I'm sad fuck. this episode's over because I loved it. Hey, yeah. drain the tub. He's drowning. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even a joke. Now you know why. Oh my god! Okay, no joke. This fucking wasp. I don't know where it is. I gotta find this. There's a wasp in here somewhere. We already did wasp it. as an episode, Keon.